0: wonderful morning out there. Welcome to another live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips and I want especially welcome everyone connecting with us this morning and of course those that will be joining us. I want to welcome you sister Tina. Thank you so much for connecting this morning and everyone out there this morning that heaven has steered the heart to join this live broadcast. Uh, welcome to another beautiful day. It's an honor to be here this morning to share the word of God with you. It's an honor to be part of what the the Spirit of God is doing across the earth. We want to thank God for what the Spirit of God, amen, has continued to do. Thank you so much, uh, woman of God, uh, Sister Mel, I see you. Thank you for connecting this morning. We want to give thanks to God uh, for his love, his mercy, his goodness, and his tender love, amen, that are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness towards us. We appreciate him. We want to continue to thank him and, and give praise, glory, and honor to him. Him who lives forever. Him who is the lover of our soul. Amen. He who has given us, amen, his own life in exchange for us. What a what a God we serve. What a father we have in him. And I want to say to you this morning that I personally, I love the way he's fathering us. I love the way, amen, God is Owing us and bringing us to that place where we can better understand His His eternal purpose and plan, and of course, Amen. I agree with Him in that which He is doing in our day. We live in such an exciting season. This is a day. This is a time where the Bible says, Amen. The prophets of old they all desire, Amen, to see. The angels, Amen, are all looking, watching, and try to, you know, have a, you know, a glimmer into what is going on in the earth. What an exciting season, Amen. That we. Believe in, and uh, I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing for us to be part of the chosen people, a chosen company, amen. A people that God has set aside for His own use. Every, every generation has got a a peculiar people that heaven has set aside, all right, for that which God, amen, will, will carry out, amen, in the earth. There are those who are just basically bystanders of what God is doing, all right, they, they, they fold their hands and they watch, wow, God is moving in the earth, things are happening in the earth, all right, and there are those, okay, who have chosen to be part of what God, amen, is doing, and that's a beautiful place. But there are those that God has placed at the forefront, amen, to lead a generation into what, amen, is, is, is happening. And I want to believe that we are in that first order, amen, of a people, of a company that has been called out, amen, and have been reformed, reshaped, amen. We, we, have, been, we, have, been, we have been empowered, amen, in the spirit of prayer, in the spirit of intercession, and of course, in the spirit of apostolic reconstruction, And so uh, once again this morning as we begin to look into the heart of God and into the mind of God, I want to believe the father that he will once again take us deeper will bring us closer into the speakings of his of his heart for this brand new day we have entered into a new day into a new season heaven is opening amen the ark hallelujah and we are exiting this ark we're this ark we're coming out we are beginning to have a a clear understanding of how to engage this new day this new reality of course we know that when we say new we're not we're not talking about something that excuse me that is freshly you know born or freshly baked or freshly given to us these are eternal realities that heaven is unfolding to us so even in that which we call new amen it has an eternal amen, ancient position in the father we are basically progressing into that which all right we have never seen before yes we've never been through this path before but there are those that have you know you know passed this you know path there are those that have journey ahead of us and as we learn about them as we read about them as we study them, them, amen as we try to understand their makeup within the construct of what is called the spirit of christ that we will amen find hope we'll find grace and we'll find encouragement boldness amen to to proceed further into amen the the divine uh, 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 representation of our of our call and purpose in, in in god like i said there are those for in every season that heaven has called out we, we this is our own day this is our own moment, amen. David had his day, hallelujah. Joshua had his day. Moses had his day. Deborah had their day, hallelujah. The big girls of this world, Elizabeth, Mary, they had their day, amen. Jo- uh, 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 Joseph had had his own day. This is our own day, hallelujah, and we have to, amen. Be, 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 Present. We have to present ourselves the way those guys stood up. I like that. I like that scripture I've been tracking for a while now in Judges five. The Bible says, "In the days where men are have been captured and have no capacity to rise up, He I Deborah, rose up.' Ah, what a what a position! In the days where men are getting confused, we don't know what's going on. All kinds of issues buffeting society. That a company of people, Amen, are rising up. I I mean, it, it it takes a different dimension of of operation of life. Amen. It takes a new concept of of viewing things, of looking at things for a woman to rise up in the day where men governs. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> in a day where, uh, I mean, it's it, they call it is a man's world. A woman rose up by the power of the spirit. Now we're tracking that. Amen. As a technology of a kind of a church. The church that has the ability, amen, to give birth, to produce, and to maintain, to nurture, hallelujah, to bring forth, to push forth the agendas of God. Hallelujah. In the days where the the, the Jezebels of this world and the and the Arabs and the and the Rehoboams, and the Jeroboams of this world and you know and the pharaohs and you know and in the days of the Namphilims, in the days where men are giving birth to giants, that there is a com- company of people that are rising up. You know, one of the definitions of righteousness is to have a rising up, to have a standing. That was that was Noah in his day. He had a standing. Noah stood up. It's called resurrection. It's called the ability, amen, to face death. You look at death and you say, Make my day. I mean, when you begin to track all that God did in the life of, of Noah, in the days where men are given, women are giving back to giants. They were giants. Oh, you, you say, uh, what what are giants nowadays? Oh, if you if you begin to look at the systems all right that are that are controlling and influencing and and, and trying to shut amen the the, the 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 movement of God in the earth, those are the giants of our day. When you look at powerful conglomerates, when you look at you know powerful companies, systems all right that are defining and determining what we buy, amen, how we interact, amen, how we live our life, amen, as husband, as wife. If you look at the kind of giants, amen, that we're we're seeing today who are defining what our children will learn in school that, def- that they are seeking to define their amen, their identity seeking to define their, their their sense of you know sexuality when you look at you know giants controlling what presidents will speak that you think what the man of what the president is saying amen, is his word no that there are certain forces there are certain powers all right these are giants in the earth and these are giants that men amen, have, have, have surrendered, amen. They're their, their, their women amen to go into affinity with, and they are giving birth to you know the spirit of the Namphilims. All right. The Bible says, as it were in the days of Noah, so shall he be. So there's no difference. The only difference is the timeline. <laughs> the only difference is the timeline, but it's the same spirits. That's what we're dealing with. When we when we engage the things of God, we're not dealing with you know you know facial value. We're not dealing with you know superficial things. No, we're not dealing with what we can touch. You know what we can taste. What we no no. We're dealing with amen. Spiritual inter. We're dealing with spiritual forces. We're dealing with we're interacting. hallelujah, In the realm of the spirit, spirit that governs. Amen. That defines the identity of nations and cities. Amen. Amen. We're dealing with things that have placed certain values. Amen. In the bloodline of families that certain things will happen to certain people amen at every given season in every given year those are the things that we're dealing with amen the ability to correct amen to reprogram bloodline amen to to stand against powers that be amen and bring the order of god and allow that which heaven wants to see manifest in the earth become a reality that's what we're dealing with we position ourselves amen as a conduit to express, to bring forth The intentions of God That his kingdom come, that his will Amen, be done in the earth Amen, he said, rule thou In the midst of the enemy Where we are, we are, we are the one that heaven Has placed on earth, amen As a regent to execute The judgment of God that is written So we have to know where we are We have to understand, amen, what we are, what we are Dealing with, amen And I, I thought I should maybe start with that this morning just to give us a perspective because when we're talking about amen the economy of god hallelujah and the awakening amen of apostolic craftsmen we need to we need to have we need to have a broad, a wide, amen, a, a well robust, a complex understanding of what we're dealing with. Because there's a tendency, you know, as believers, that when we're dealing with things, we look at them from a surface, we look at them from a faith, you know, facial value, amen, from a superficial level. And and at the end of the day, the enemy just laughs at us and says, Look at this people. <laughs> he just laughs. No, but we want to be, we want to be sure that we know what we're dealing with. All right there is there is a dimension in the book of Revelation that speaks amen, of the seven seven seal that speaks of certain vials All right you see the book of Revelation is a book we need to begin to interact with we are in that day where we need to begin to because Revelation amen it's not just about the future the future Hallelujah, is an interaction amen of a spiritual of a spiritual reality that we come into so the future is not a timeline <laughs> the future is not a timeline, you know. All right, we're here now. Where someday the future begins today. That's why the you know guys in the book of Thessalonians they were they were tracking the the day of the Antichrist as if it's where their as if it as it as if it was their day. They were in fact waiting for the manifestation of the Antichrist in their day. But guess what? In every season. In every generation, there's been a manifestation, hallelujah, of that to which that you know that the, the Scripture referred to, Amen, as a prophetic, you know, a, 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 what do you call it now? As a word I'm looking for now, a prophetic, you know, re- reality of what is called the man of sin. In every generation, I mean, people who lived in the day where you know uh, uh, Adolf Hitler <laughs> lived, I mean, people, how would you define that? You would say, "Well, this is the Antichrist," and in fact, he was the Antichrist because he revealed the spirit on the Antichrist. Alright? In the days of the apartheid here in South Africa, come on, in the days where men decide to say, no, you guys are inferior to us. Alright? In fact, there are certain places you cannot go. Certain things you cannot do. You know, certain place you cannot enter. Hallelujah. You you cannot be married to you know, this, this color of skin. We don't want to see with, I mean, in a day when such idea comes into human mind and they executed. What would you call that? <laughs> in a day of slavery, what would you call that? Where people are owned by other people. Those are all manifestations of the antichrist in a deal where this these dimensions of maybe you know systemic and individual antichrist now becomes something that becomes you know uh you know the very value of of nations of society all right i, I mean what would you call that amen? we saw that in in genesis you know it, when, when men came together they said we, we're going to build for ourselves amen uh, uh, a tower that will that will reach to god you know they began to test they began to put into action what what, what what they saw, what they believe that they can achieve, that's a dimension, amen, of the antichrist. But we know what happened. God came down, all right. But that's not what I'm talking about. In the day where, all right, you know Nebuchadnezzar saw this image, and they defined that image to him, amen. I mean Daniel was so precise; he defined what that image is. He said these are these 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 are powers, these are empires, these are nations, and you, amen, Nebuchadnezzar, are there at the top you are the head of gold but you begin to see the diminishing of the systems of the world until amen the fa- the final blow was dealt <laughs> a stone called with a human hand came amen and hit the hit the toe. hallelujah of of that of that massive image that was established that in the day of daniel they say you must bow to this image if you don't bow to this image you will be killed you will be judged and daniel said make my day Daniel and his company said, make my day, bring it. Are you get it? Listen, the things that we see, amen, the things that we read about in the Bible, we've got to track them, amen, in what I call a prophetic timeline. They're spiritual things, alright? Spiritual things, amen, do not live within the timeline of men. So when you're looking at scripture or when you're trying to understand scripture, don't try to use your you know, natural, you know, uh, 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 idea or, you know, you know, what we learn in our secular schools and university and all of that, amen, to try to want to understand that's why i keep telling people the greatest mistake you can make amen is to try to bring a democratic you know political or you know humanistic idea to 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 want to judge or interpret the things of the spirit you will always be amen at, at the wrong path you will always be at default you will always make mistake because, because timing, amen. In the things of God, season in the things of God, amen. Do not connect to, amen. What, what, how we look at things in the natural realm? God doesn't live amen. By the idea, I mean, how many people when when we read the word of God, we read it with certain understanding of what we have learned, amen, in school. That's why we are saying that we cannot even begin to engage the things of God until, first of all, we are purged, amen, from all the wrong values, all the wrong ideas, all the wrong images, amen, that we grew up with, that have come to define who we are, what we represent, our values, our concept of thinking. That's why you will, you will find believers, believers, Christians, who are manifesting the spirit of racism, but they don't know it. You know, because they grew up, amen, with that idea as the norm. It's the norm to them, alright? So you have to bring, amen, a higher concept of truth. You have to bring them to a new reality. You have to expose them to something beyond just, amen, what they get in their, you know, uh, uh, what I call, you know, uh, um, you know, church. You know, what I'm looking for now. In their organized church system. You know, the organized church system cannot touch certain things. That's why they don't know how to touch the issue of racism. When in the church, they can't address these things like that. Certain church cannot address the issues of inequality because they don't understand what that means. They don't understand why, or why you know, we can't have a white church, a colored church, and a black church. Why can't we have that? After all, amen, we, I, I mean, and these are believers. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to help you to understand that there are certain things we cannot touch until, uh, you know, certain apostolic truths. That's why, you know, when, when the people gave their life, you know, in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the city of Samaria, they gave their life to Jesus, all right? There was still one among them <laughs> who was pretending to have given his life. Amen? <laughs> but, but you know, you know what I'm talking, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, Simeon the sorcerer. I mean, this guy, he claimed to have given his life to Jesus. I mean, and he was part of the move, the move of God until a higher prophetic, apostolic, amen, you know, a, a instrument came to town, Kalabashianda. Certain things we will not unveil about our city, about our nation until they deploy, hallelujah, certain, you know, instruments, certain systems, certain governmental, apostolic, you know, prophetic, amen, you know, caliber of people. When they look at you, they can read you like, you know, like they're scanning something. When they look at you, they know what is going on. They can see things, and they can bring us to a better understanding of how things ought to be, and how and what's going on, in, you know, you know, around us. Things that we will not see. Are you telling me that Philip did not understand that this guy was deceiving? Of course, he did not understand. That's why we know him, we we know we we know in measure we we interpret the things of God in measure. I mean, this guy. I mean, Simeon was carrying you know you know uh, you know uh, Philip's Bible all around, but Philip did you not know, understand that this guy, this guy is a fake. That this guy is a charlatan. Until 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 until, until Peter and the rest came you get what i'm saying so what i'm saying is certain things that we have to enter into in this last day and as we as we interact with the with the word of god and the word on the and the word of you know of 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 the prophetic you know calendar of our day we need a caliber of spiritual understanding we need a new level we need there's a word there was a word that i i i I, I highlighted i shared this word let me see Let me can track this word yes i said we need amen an advanced architectural spiritual position we need an advanced architectural spiritual position to be able to engage the kind of powers the kind of spirits Alright, we, we cannot deal with these issues amen, from the same level of how we engage in you know, spiritual things 15, 20, 30 years ago. Alright, if we do, the devil will be laughing at us, amen, and he will be smiling to the bank. You know what I mean? He will be smiling to the bank because amen, he he has he has defeated us, amen, by a lower light. Now we must enter into what is called a higher light. The Bible said the higher light rule the night. Must rule the day also. We must have the capacity, amen, that we are not borrowing light just from the moon. We want to we want to connect to the sun himself. Come on, you know. Did you know hear I just said? We don't want to live a dimension of a life where our light, amen. Is 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 a is you know is a second you know a uh, reflection. <laughs> we want to connect to the true to the true to the, you know to the true light. Amen. The true light is Christ Himself. He is the bright and morning star. He is the Son of the Morning. <laughs> That's why the enemy when he comes to you, he comes from that same title, Son of the Morning. But if you don't understand the spirit and the nature of Christ, you will yield to another light called the Son of the Morning. Mewa is the devil. <laughs> The Bible says when the sons of God gather Lucifer himself gather as a light Among the sons Did you notice that they gave him access They gave him access <laughs> He gathered As a son they say, "Where are you coming from?" Is I'm roaming through the earth. <laughs> the father said, "Have you considered my servants and my son Job?" <laughs> <laughs> Let me make boast of my son Job. Have you considered my son Job? Are you, at the point that I'm making is, we have to understand, Amen. The day heaven has brought us into, there are there are re, there are revelation we have to mature into, so we are not deceived, Amen, by what looks like the lamb but speaks like a dragon. That we are not deceived, amen, by a a theme that is well packaged. There are things the enemy is repackaging right now. There are are old truths that the devil is repackaging, alright? Because we say we are in the new. You you think the devil himself is going to fall inside and say, oh, this guy is entering the new, so let's let's just leave them. No, he will camouflage himself. He himself will appear as part of the new. And it's important that we understand that when we see things, we are able to uh, discern them from afar. It shouldn't take us, you know, three days to pick something that this thing is not right. The moment you come in contact with certain things, you should be able to immediately pick it up. There was a relapse, you know, in the position, in the revelation, in the understanding of, you know, of Philip. And I won't blame him. I won't blame him. But we have to learn from these things. You see, like I said some time ago, we will learn from the mistakes, amen, of, 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 of Noah as we're learning from, amen, his success. As we're learning from the great things he's done. But we also must learn, you know, you know, one of the greatest things you can learn, you know, you can do as a student, amen, is to learn from both sides. Don't always fight, amen, those who are negative to you. Don't, don't always challenge them. You can learn something from them. I've learned a lot of things from people, you know, of late who call me names. I mean, there was a, there was a lady who said, this guy, this guy is just a wolf. I said, oh, I'm a wolf. <laughs> no, but that tells you something that that person, and that's a Christian who's calling another person, calling me a wolf. That tells you the depth of darkness in such a person's life. Are you see, when when God allows people to expose themselves to you, it's not for you basically to judge them, but for you to see the degree of darkness. The Bible says, if the light in you be darkened, how great is the darkness. <laughs> so that tells you how we are dealing with people, you know, the, 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 the level of understanding and maturity we need to have, amen. Wisdom must build this house. This house must be well. Furnished, amen, with understanding. All of that, all of the requirements, amen, that we need to be able to interact with the nature of the day that we live in. That we are not swayed, amen. That we are not. That we are not move around, amen. That we are not like a like a tossed wind. That we are not like a a leaf that is being blown here and there. Hallelujah. You know Peter. You know you know Simon by Jonah before he was, his name was changed to Peter. Simon by Jonah, amen. He was a reed, amen. He was here, here and there. You know, they, they, they can pull him here they can push him here whatever you say to simon by jonah he will follow <laughs> if you say christ is there he goes there <laughs> if you say ah the prophet is he goes there that's simon by jonah is all over the place simon by jonah but a day come a time came jesus looked at him and said from this day your identity is going to change why because you connected to a revelation This was flesh and blood did not reveal it to you. But my Father in heaven, and I say to you, you are no longer a pebble. You are no longer a stone that man can take and throw anywhere. But you have become a massive rock, a massive, a massive rock. You say, can somebody change? You mean, can somebody change like that? Of course, that's what we're dealing with. As we engage on this platform called the Potter's Gate, that's what we're doing. We're trying to change our life, amen, from a reed, from that which can be moved here and there, hallelujah, to that which is positioned, to that which has structure, to that which has base, to that which has a framework, to that which has backbone, to that which cannot be moved, that which cannot easily, hallelujah, be persuaded by lesser light. (laughs) <laughs> Are you getting this, friends? We're dealing with the economy of God here. Like we said, the economy of God, Amen, is a is 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 is, is a caliber of people that God finds, Hallelujah, that God finds in the earth and deposit the treasures of heaven in them. That was God's intention from the beginning. In the garden, everything that Adam need was within the garden. Everything you and I need today is still within the garden. But guess what? They will not—they will not take us into that garden fully until every aspect of our life that is still being influenced and controlled by the desire, by by you know, by the seduction. Come on, of the of the of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil has been brought to death. The only way to access, Amen. The garden again is when every aspect of our life That reflects a different agenda Has been brought Now all of this that I'm saying Are all part of the program of God Because we are entering into A day where all of the things That the Father has ordained for us To represent his purpose in the earth Amen Becomes our inheritance And I'm saying this to buttress the point Alright That we have to begin to interact with certain prophets. Programs, certain prophetic, you know, are, are systems. There are things that you know generations have not touched. There are things that generations have touched, but they've only touched them in in in, in piece and pieces. They've only touched them in measures. All right, you know, David did certain things in his day. You know, Moses did certain things in his day. But guess what? The Bible talks about us growing from glory to glory. The days we live in are days of greater glory. So greater glory, of course, demands that we have greater sight. Demands that we have greater understanding but beyond that it demands that we have amen, a greater sense of responsibility hallelujah regarding the nature of the day that we are living. so the more the more you and i are awakened amen to to that which heaven wants to do in our day the more you and i begin to take personal personal responsibility you know like i always say god moves through people God moves pr- through people, but he moves through people that avail themselves. People who reveal, who, who present themselves. Amen. To the degree we understand the workings of God in the earth, to the degree we understand the movement of God, to the degree we understand the, 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 the activity. Activities and the interactions of heaven with man is to the degree we will yield and surrender ourselves, so we don't find ourselves giving ourselves sixty percent, you know, uh, 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 to God. Amen. While we're keeping, you know, our forty percent for self, uh, and we think, oh, God is using me. No, all of us must be laid down completely. And I'm saying this so that, amen, all of the prophetic program of God can find expression in our life. Or else certain things they will not show us. Certain things they will not reveal to us. And that becomes, amen, an opportunity for the enemy to lie to us, to deceive us. Why do you think the scripture says if the day were not cut short, even the elect will be deceived? That's what I'm trying to bring across it's important that we understand amen the nature of what the lord amen is doing in our day so we are able to present the required amen in a vessel (laughs) yeah God was speaking, he said, he said, this, this this people have not allowed me to pour them from vessel to vessel. Vessel to vessel is the process, amen, of refining, of 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 you know, uh, what they call it now, refinement, but there's another word they use, all right, in in in, in 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 making wine. All right. You have to pour the thing from you know vessel to vessel. Yes they have to continue to you know uh, uh, distill that's a the word they have to continue to distill until there are no you know there are things in, in, in our life that are fine particles i call them fine particles of sin if you don't if you don't look very well you won't see it <laughs> if you don't if you don't if you don't examine things if you don't if you don't have a, that prophetic sight you will not see those things they are there very fine if you look at them like this, it looks clean, alright? But until you pour them from one vessel to vessel and you let them, amen, to settle before you see what is called a sediment. There are sediments that we have to interact with. We have to deal with them. Because what God wants to do, what God wants to use, amen, is is, 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 is a sense of our purity. Only the pure in heart will see God, ah huh? only the pure in heart will see God to the degree we walk in purity and that's not just about oh yes, I don't have sin in my life I don't commit fornication, I don't lie I don't steal, I'm not proud I, I you know, I, I, do what, I, I do my best I try to, uh, those are good but that's not what I'm talking about I said that, that, that there are certain character, amen, of the Adamic nature that operates even from the dimension of goodness That thing operates from the dimension of goodness because that goodness is not sourced from, amen. The fruit of life is sourced from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So even in that goodness, there is something there, amen, that is showing, that is reflecting self. That's why they call that tree, amen. The 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 tree of the fruit of the of the of the knowledge of good is a knowledge. Whatever knowledge we have, amen, that is not source, amen, from Christ, that is not built, established, that is not being expressed through Christ. Ah, it's from that tree and we have to reject it. So guess what? If we don't present ourselves to truth like this, to light like this, we'll be making a mistake. A lot of people will not engage this kind of a light. Because it's too bright for them, it's too bright for their agenda. Some people will, will touch the light. You know, they will touch it a little bit. When that light starts shaking them, they run. <laughs> they run. Ah, they run. They can't. Ha- they can't handle that light. The further you go in Christ, the more the brilliancy of His light. And listen to what the Scripture says. The Bible says, "In Him there are no variableness." neither the shadow of turning help me Lord there are no there are no variations <laughs> you, you don't wake up one morning and uh, you know suddenly you believe in something else is that not our problem today we believe the same people who say you know Ozana in the highest. tomorrow they are the same people that say the same voice the same people that say crucify him that is one of the characters, amen, of the fallen human nature. Inconsistency to what we believe. What do you believe? I'm talking about the economy of God. These are dimensions, amen, that we find within the economy of God. Because the economy of God, amen, is God, amen, giving. Is God pouring himself. Is God, you know, a lot of us, particularly in the charismatic, we say, wow, we, I've got all things in Christ Jesus. Well, that's true. But can you operate from that Understanding because for you to be able to Operate in the understanding of well I've got All things I claim all things in Christ Jesus You know you can confess all of that But guess what if you have not been Taken through the process If you have not been vetted That's what they call it you have to be vetted Oh Lord Jesus help me They will continue to vet you Until there is the Bible says The prince of this world comes He finds nothing of his nature He finds nothing of his identity he finds nothing of his value can we get to that point it's from that point that the poor, that God pours himself in you it's from that point that the light of Christ begins to beam through you it's from that point that while you are praying things begin to happen, it's from that point that you can raise your hand and make a decree over a nation, hallelujah and heaven backs you, that a man a single man can shut down the economy of a nation and put the key in his pocket, it goes on a stroll Are you getting what I'm talking about? These are all process of redemption. They are not legalism. Because blind people will tell you, well, this one is legalism. Christ did it all. Yes, he did it all. He did it all. Hallelujah. If you die today, you will go to heaven. But guess what? Christ will not use you while your soul is still very much alive. Christ will not use you to carry, amen, to carry out sacred things when there are agendas in your life. They will not give you the power of the age to come, amen, when they discover that, when they give you such a power, you're going to use it, amen, to create mayhem. No, they're not going to give it to you. They will leave you in that outer court. You will be doing your own thing there. (laughs) But you and and I understand that that's not what we want. We want to represent. A generation must arise. Amen. To represent all of the fullness of God. The Bible said that David served his generation. Ah, That's what I'm talking about. David served his generation. That's what I'm talking about that a group a company of people must arise in this season that will begin to carry the responsibility of God's prophetic program for this day upon their shoulder hallelujah that they will that when god is moving in the earth it's because god is moving through them don't you understand that when god is moving god always go through in certain people that god never moves in the earth without a divine connection without him connecting with certain people his program in the earth That was the plan, amen, of of, of God in the garden. When he made Adam, yes, God was to go through Adam in everything. And I've heard people preach on that. Yes, yes, God cannot do anything in the earth without, without going through man. That's true, but that's just one truth. The second truth is that the man that God goes through has totally died to his own way, to his own value, to his own beliefs, to his own idea, to his own sense of calling and ministry. You understand? Everything that we we are called to become in Christ must not be done from the position of assumption. Everything must go through a process of divine scanning. They will scan you again and again and again and again. They say test him again. Why do you think the Lord allowed? Listen to this. Nebuchadnezzar thought he was throwing, you know, a people into the fire uh, because, because a decree was made. They didn't understand that God allowed that fire, hallelujah, to prove, amen, to, 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 to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel that he is, he is alive in Babylon. <laughs> they didn't understand. You see, when we, don't, when we don't see things from the eyes of God, we would think the devil is at work. I say, listen, God allowed Nebuchadnezzar, God allowed Babylon, amen, to set up the fire, to hit it seven times times you see because that is a word of perfection god said i'm gonna i'm gonna show forth my glory and my power in babylon i will allow amen my own that i have vetted to be thrown into the fire to show daniel to prove to you know mishak and abednego that i am with them in fact i will reveal myself in the fire it's called the philosophy of heaven. When you don't have that philosophy of heaven, the theologies of men, amen, will be making you to pray prayer unnecessary prayer. I call them fire brigade prayer, <laughs> by force, by fire. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. There are prayer you pray because you 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 have a position, you have an understanding. <laughs> prayer must be done from a position, amen, of sight and revelation. I told us there are two kinds of prayer. Whatever prayer you're praying in this world, there are two kinds of prayer. What. Whatever book you have read or you some, somebody is going to write on prayer, it boils down to two things. Alright? One is to know the will of God. The second is to execute it. Finish. The first one is, is, is the most difficult one to get to know what God is saying. But once you know that one, just go ahead and execute. That's all. So it may take you a while to know. It may take you years to know what God is doing about something. But you don't say because it's taking you a while, you decided now. (laughs) That was that was that was that was so. He said, when I saw the people scattering, (laughs) he said, when I saw them scattering, I I can't take this thing anymore. I waited for the prophet. He he didn't show up. Amen. I decided. In the things of God, you are not permitted to. We are not permitted, hallelujah, to use our own idea, to bring our own fallen nature. That's why, you see, every dimension of our life must become an offering to God, a smoke. When every aspect of your life has been presented to God, you have become amen, a, living, a living sacrifice. a living. When you offer yourself as a living sacrifice, you become a smoke. A sacrifice must be burned. Because the first sacrifice God accepts, Amen, is the burnt offering. <laughs> the burnt offering makes way for other offerings. If you bring a wave offering, Amen, you bring all kinds of, you know, sin offering, you know, sin of omission, all of that, Amen, line up behind the burnt offering. Because when you, when your life is offered as a burnt offering, Amen, there is no place again for the devil to hide, and there is no place for the sin of omission. <laughs> everything you'll be doing amen will be done listen they say whatever comes to your mind do it why because whatever comes to your mind at that point amen is that which is pure that which is holy yes yes Yes. They say you will ask for anything in that day. Amen. And God will do it for you. Amen. That's not because uh, you are special. No. That's because you have offered everything that defines an agenda. Your own idea. Your own will. Amen. You've offered all of that. So your desire has become one with his desire. I said I was going to read a scripture. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Bring us in, oh God. Bring us into the architecture of your intention for this brand new day. Help us to understand the requirement, the demand, the position that we must step into in the place of divine representation. Help us to understand the degree and the quality of the spirit that is required For your divine purpose in this season, the architecture of our spirit must be re-enhanced, must be enhanced, must be redefined, must be redesigned. Hallelujah. For the things of God, for the programs of God to begin to answer. Hallelujah. Through our lives. Revelation. I, I want to read Revelation 18. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. With a great authority, and the earth was illuminated. And the earth was illuminated by, 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 by his splendor. The earth was illuminated by his splendor. So, what does that mean first? Let's quickly look at that. That means that the earth was in darkness. But at the appearance of this angel, at the appearance of this angel. Listen to this. An angel is a bearer, amen, of the divine message. And this word, amen, means two things. Yes, I know there are physical angels who God sent, the messengers of God, just like God, you know, has, you know, Michael, he's got Gabriel, he's got others, hallelujah, yes, but guess what? He also has angels in the earth who are carriers of his his message. Those angels, amen, are people, part of that which he defines to be, amen, the fivefold ministry they're messengers they are carriers of special message that's why I listen to this if everybody nods their head to what i'm saying then i do not represent amen, the the message of the angel of god one of the dimension one of the calling hallelujah of the mess of the, of, the, of 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 a messenger hallelujah is that he brings the heart of god he brings is a courier His position, hallelujah, regarding how things is or look in the earth, it's not what bothers bothers him. His position is to deliver, is to deliver, is to bring the word of God, hallelujah, is to present it to you. If you like, sign it as you have received it or rejected, amen. But his position is to bring it. Particularly if he's a prophet. That's what I do. So I, I don't care how people, you know, like the word or don't like it that's not my it's not my assignment it's not part of you know my 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 mission amen you know to think of how people like it or don't like it a courier service earlier just come and say are you mr akintola i said i'm mr akintola can i see some id you give him the id okay you sign here you sign it they give you the parcel. he goes If you open the parcel and you start weeping, is that his problem? Or you start crying, or you start jumping up, or you start singing. No, no. He's he's a courier man. His position is to deliver a a message to you. (laughs) When we forget that, we we, we enter into, into compromise. We enter into compromise. So this angel, hallelujah we're tracking this angel I, i i'm saying this because i want you to see something i want us to pick something like i said if we don't understand what we are coming into if we don't if we don't understand the prophetic nature and the prophetic season we have been ushered into can i give you a word i want you to track this word in the days of noah life was normal but there was nothing normal about life. Are <laughs> you getting the point? Life, life, life was normal. Everybody was doing what they, the Bible says they were marrying. So, so there, there, was, there was a lot of, you know, you know, uh, 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 you know, social, you know, interaction. The Bible says they were marrying and were giving themselves to marriage. All right, they were eating and dining. You understand? That's what the Bible said. The Bible gave us that explanation. In the days of Noah, men were marrying and giving themselves to marriage. All right. They were dining and whining. So they were expressing the pleasures of the soul. Does that sound like the days we live in? Of course. My point is, in the day where God begins to interact with with the earth, if you don't have insight into the ways of God, you may just look at life as normal. You know, everybody wake up in the morning, you go to work, all right, you come back home, you do your cooking, all right, you watch your movie, you know, you do whatever you do as the normal, as the, as as normality to life. You just continue life, amen. Yes. It's within that normalcy earlier that God, amen, brought judgment upon the earth. That's a point that I want I, I want us to remember. There was nothing super, you know, super, you know, uh, 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 You know, extraordinary life was normal, people were going to work, all right. Technology was increasing, people are you know, signing deals, business, making business all of that because that's part of God's plan. The Bible says, Amen. You know, occupy till I come, make do business. Do business till I come. Engage with life. Is it where you get to Babylon? All right. Live, marry there. Live life normal. Hey, but within the normalcy of life, you must have your window open towards Jerusalem you must be tracking amen what babylonians cannot track you must be able to see things hallelujah that normal people blind people cannot see as it were in the days of noah they were marrying and giving themselves to marry they were i mean life was normal you know people were traveling I don't know the technology they were operating in the days of Noah. But like in our day, you know, people were traveling. You know, you can travel with your airplane. You can travel you can travel with car. It was like a normal day. But within that normalcy, there is another activity taking place in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah, that blind people cannot see. And we're saying we have to have amen, understanding and interact, interface with the two realms. Listen, I made a statement some time ago. I, I love to use this statement. The Bible says, in that day, two shall be in the field. <laughs> two shall be on be- on the bed. One shall be taken and the other amen, will be left behind. That is not a gospel of rapture. And if you feel that's a rapture, well, let's not argue about that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but but the reality is one was taken, <laughs> the other was you know w- was was left behind. Now we don't know if the one taken was the approval or the one left behind. But we know one thing, hallelujah. That that moment, that moment changed the condition of two people that are together. One was taking the other. Listen to this. What informed the approval of, of, of one taking or rejected, hallelujah, was not shown. We, 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 don't, we don't know what they did. But we know one thing, hallelujah, that when you are tracking with God, when you are walking with God, a day, a day comes, a time comes that there will be a shift, a movement from where you are, hallelujah, to the next place that heaven wants you to be. Within the normalcy of life, two shall be in the field. Grinding meal. they'll be in the mill you getting the point? So we should not live life within their idea, the philosophy of the world. All they want to do alright, is make money. You make money. You know, just make money. The Bible says, As it were in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days. So the days of the coming of the son of man, wrongs concurrently allia, with the realities of what men call normalcy. I, oh Lord Jesus, help me. This is a dangerous place. Now why you 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 know you're trying to, you know, make that trip to America, you're trying to, you know, you know do certain things, you're trying to increase, you're trying to, you know, do business. And listen to this. You cannot say because you are tracking the days of the coming of the Lord. Therefore you disengage with life. That itself is sin before God. But 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 the beauty is is a while you are tracking hallelujah how to engage life in the in the human realm, keep your eyes on the things that men cannot see. Why we look not? Aha! Uh-huh. Remember that scripture? We looked at it last week. Why we look not to the things? Why we why we do not focus? We are not fixative on the things that buffet men. The things that are seen. The things that make people amen, begin to have a, You know, high blood pressure, hypertension, alright? You just hear something happen. Oh, my Lord, all my money. You know, why we we are not focused, hallelujah, why we don't keep our attention on the seen things, but the unseen realities of life. We're dealing with the economy of God. People who... Engage and interact with the economy of God. Live outside the border of their day. Live outside, amen, the economy of their day. There was an economy that was sustaining, hallelujah, a man who shut the heaven. Hallelujah. I said there was an economy that God has set aside, amen, for the same man who shut the entire economic system of the world. He said, I have commanded the ravens. And I've sent you to the brook. And if that dries up, you will go to Zarafat. All of that is still within the context of the earth. <laughs> angels didn't bring him food. <laughs> but I mean, but the building in the old testament, the Bible said this guy they ate angels' food, and they were still as blind as a bat. And you would think that when they were eating manners, uh, that, that manna w- would nourish their sense of spirituality. That suddenly they will begin to understand God. No, they were still cursing God. I mean, that's to tell you how far we are falling. That these guys were eating say, angels' food. It's called manna. The word manna means they don't know it. What is this? (laughs) They're just eating. The fact that they cannot identify what they're eating made them to reject it. Is that, not the, is that not the place many of us are? If I cannot define it, if I cannot identify it, if I cannot pinpoint you, you know, to that thing from the human value system, then I don't want anything to do with it. Then you are not ready to journey with God because they will make you. They will make you come to a place you've never been before. They said, they said, Peter, a day is coming you will be led to a place you don't want to go. I Jesus. A state of total yieldedness. Surrender. When you surrender with God, that is a position of strength. It's not the place of vulnerability. But the, the natural mind will say, the place of total yieldedness to God is a place of vulnerability. <laughs> you know, I, I, I once thought, I, I, once, I, once, I once believed in that until I realized. Because when you yield to God, when you surrender to God, naturally, you'll be losing things. <laughs> Naturally, the, you know, things will, be, th- things will be falling apart around you. And it's like you're watching things collapse and you're like, can't I just hold it? Can, can I, it? <laughs> that was loser for you. There is a ministry in rest. There is a ministry in rest. There is a ministry in silence. There is a ministry, a powerful ministry when they say come into Sabbath. Don't touch it. Leave it. They say, but the the ark is falling. Let me just, they say you are going to die. (laughs) I'm talking about the economy of God here, friends. Can you see the economy of God is a philosophy of how heaven, amen, engages with earthly men. How heaven engages with us in the earth, because the plan of God is for heaven to come down. If heaven is coming down, amen. The the philosophy of heaven must come down. The ideologies of heaven must come down, amen. The kingdom, the the values of heaven, amen. The currency of heaven, which is faith, must come down. Earth was designed to reflect heaven. Earth was designed to reflect heaven. Earth was supposed to be amen, a reflection of the light. Earth was supposed to be a moon to the sun. No. I say earth was designed to be a moon to the sun. You know, the moon gets its light from the sun. That's what earth was supposed to be. A place that reflects amen, the light taken from the sun. So it's all the planets. All of the planets have their position and place in Christ. All of the planets, the universe lives in him. The Bible says he feels all things. The day science will wake up and discover certain things and God knows some planet there, they will realize Christ has been there uh, because he feels all things. Are Are you getting the point friends? We are touching certain things. We are coming into certain understanding. The spirit of the Lord is bringing us into certain depths. What, what brought us to this? I'm explaining, you know, Revelation 18. The Bible says the angel, the messenger. There were, you see, a, 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 an angel has a message. That's why you will realize in the scripture, angels are not designed to perform miracles. Oh Lord Jesus. Angels are not given the position The place of performing miracles That is an exclusive preserve Of of men Representing The life of Christ in the earth Angels are not given the power To go and start Raising the dead Even to minister to people Angels are not given such a ministry if an angel, if God wants somebody to be saved, God will send an angel to go speak, amen, to his representative. Allah I wish you all understand what I'm trying to say. That you carry something that you don't even know that you carry, and because you don't know, because you are not fully aware of what you carry, amen. You chip in it. You you, you 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 under underestimate who you are. The Bible says angels are seeking to watch the things going on in the earth. They are they they are taking notes. As I'm preaching right now, angels are taking notes. Why? Because I'm speaking from the heart of the Father. I'm speaking from, amen, that position of my, of my identity and likeness in the Father. So angels, are like, every time we speak in the Lamb and from the realm of truth, angels are learning. We are teaching them. One of these days I'm going to preach about angels. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to know. There's a lot. To, we are yet to discover. In the nature. In the character. Hallelujah, of what we call spirit. The spirit man. We are yet to understand who we are. That's where all of the things. That we need to understand. We will have to begin from the point of redemption. It's in redemption that our true nature. Amen. Begins to get. You know, to be unfold to us, we begin to know who we are. Like I always say, until you know Christ, you don't know who you are. Because many of us are still living amen in a foreign body. We are still living a man in a foreign environment called spiritual. It's a foreign, it's foreign to us. Amen. We grew up, our great-great, great, great-grandfather, great, great all lived their life through the of oh, the soul, and they and they yield that you know thing the they, they they transfer that soulish life, amen, from one generation to another. And suddenly, you wake up tomorrow, yesterday, and you say, Wow, I'm a spiritual being. You don't even know what you're talking about yet because the entire construction of your life is soulish. That you will believe until something contrary happens to your belief. Suddenly, you change your mind, and heaven is wondering, <laughs> You mean this person can, yes. That was the challenge, amen, regarding the soul of Job. Satan said, said, I know men. I know I know men in their fallen nature. The reason why Job, God, the reason why Job is serving you is because of the things you've given to me. The edge you place around him. Remove those things and see if this man is not going to curse you to your face. The father says, well, you know fallen men, but you don't know sons who have a standing before me job is not one of them the devil said, okay can i give it a try he said go ahead but don't touch his soul go ahead <laughs> Hi, friends everything that job represents from a human dimension from a human point was touched the first the first person that was touched earlier was his wife the closest person to him the wife said, cause God and die. what does the soul what does the soul represent is another woman she said cause God and that that's the voice of the soul the voice of the soul always seeks to compromise the standard of God. That's why we need our women to be redeemed. Because when women are, are redeemed, they become the power of God, like Deborah, amen, to redeem a nation. We need to fight, amen, for the redemption of the souls of our women. Because when women are redeemed, ah, they accelerate the prophetic intentions of God in the earth. That's why the devil is after them. He's been after them from the beginning. From the beginning he's been after women because women hallelujah, they are the reproductive organ amen of God's prophetic intentions in the earth whenever God wants to do a thing in the earth God is looking for a woman I... oh, come on God needed a, a Mary to carry the seed the seed was not that of Joseph <laughs> The seed that was not that of Joseph. Joseph was not the father of Jesus. The seed was implanted into Mary. A beautiful young girl, ready to start a life. A higher calling fell upon her. She became different from other girls around. While others were around doing their thing you know expressing their their, you know their, 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 their youthfulness and their beauty Mary was carrying something different don't you know you're different those of you watching me you're Mary you carry something that will save others that will save generations they say your beauty is different what you carry is different you the Holy One will overshadow you and you will give birth. And his name will be called Jesus. Huh? <laughs> the day where man carried God. Are we getting this, friends? That's why we have to pray. I mean, when a woman decides she will not believe, I tell you, <laughs> it will take heaven to make her to believe. And when a woman decides this is what I want to do, you can, you can do whatever you want to do. She's made up her mind. You see, women are easily manipulated because of how God constructs them. God didn't construct them to be gullible. No, he constructs them to be a helpmate. That's why that idea, you know, of, well, if this is what's going to work, let's go ahead. You see, Sarah Sarah said, I mean, we've been waiting all this. while. If this is not going to work, all right. What, yeah, yeah. Sarah did not mean to offend Abraham neither did Sarah mean to offend God but you see a man must have you know understanding apostolic governmental grace to regulate the administrative life of the woman in his life that's what makes the man it's not to lord it over her but the ability to be able to say my wife this is how we need to do things as it is in the home, so it is in the workplace. It's the same spirit. It's the same spirit. Women are best administrators. They are best. You put you put you put, put money in there and give a woman five Rand, she will turn it to ten rand. That's how heaven designed her. We've got to understand the divine design. I'm talking about the economy of God, friends. And if we don't have insight into this. Unique, you know, characters and and makeups. Even we ourselves will be doubting ourselves, will be fighting ourselves, will be rejecting ourselves. You've got to understand that you, as a woman, amen. You have to, you have to believe God, amen, to take you back to your original identity. That the identity that has been given to you, that has been forced on you, amen, by the world system, hallelujah, must be rejected. You want to find yourself again in the first program, the first prog- for prophetic program of God when he said, it is not good for a man to be all one, amen I will make for him and help meet. and God put the man to sleep so that the man will not fight, amen what God wants to form and shape I hope you understand that before God formed man and, and, and shaped man Adam and Eve were already created, amen, living amen in relationship with God from the beginning, because when God created man, He called them male and female. The program of God's creation was already finished. When the time come, Amen, to came to give the woman a voice, Amen, to give her a clothing, to give her a body of expression. Not even Adam was aware of it. Adam was never lonely. When God brought, you see, that's why if you marry because of loneliness, listen, marriage will never solve your loneliness. Sex will never solve your problem. Having children will not make the man stay or go. <laughs> Come on! If marry for all of those things, you have made a you will be making a big mistake. So don't don't look for a you know, somebody in your life because you feeling. If you're feeling lonely, go settle that with God first of all. Or else, the day you get married, listen to this, and you find your husband, amen, interacting with another woman, you're gonna anxiety is gonna you're gonna have heart attack. Because loneliness a man, is an expression of insecurity. The man who cannot do something, you'll be looking every minute, you're checking his phone, you're, you're tracking him. What's it? Go- who, who are you talking to? Who? <laughs> huh? you, you're gonna die before your time. <laughs> you're gonna die before your time. Those are all reflections. You say what are you talking about? You say even I say even what I'm talking about is part of the economy. Don't you understand that the economy of God, Amen, is a re, is a recovery of all of the intentions of God for man, so that the investment of God can be accelerated as we advance in obedience to His will. That's why we say the economy of God is not money. <laughs> It's not, it's not some some anointing. No, no, no. It is the, it is the eternal prophetic program of God for the earth. Yes, in the redemptive order of God, we are coming into, hallelujah what God wants to see. Listen, God's eternal plan for the earth has not changed. Satan tries to alter it, try to change it. God says, no, he can't change it. This thing, when I speak, the word has gone, hallelujah to to to, to, to 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 find expression in the earth and every generation will find their place in the fulfillment of God's prophetic program and we say we cannot do that if we as individuals are not aligned to God's program all right as God deals with me as a man it would deal with you as a woman amen it would deal with us as a family it would deal with us as a community it would deal with us as a church it would deal with us as a city as a nation we all have a prophetic place a prophetic de- design and program to fulfill so let's not be carried away. Let's not let's not run ahead of our time and begin to hallelujah. No, no, you've got to understand the prophetic program of God starts with the recovery of our identity, the recovery of God's plan for us. God is not going to bypass that issue. Why He made woman? Huh? He is not going to bypass that. Well, well, let's forget about that. Let's go into something else. No, no, no. All of the things of God they are all speaking to each other. You see, the things of God are like a network, a network that are all interconnected, all speaking. All, I call them amen. You know, the, the spectrums of heaven. They all must be speaking, all the colors must be speaking into the into themselves. So you can't leave one aspect and be searching for another. No, no, no. So if you are not accepting what I'm talking about, you are only defiring your journey. The wisdom of God has not changed. The woman must submit to the man. Of course you know the kind of a man you must submit to. And the man must love the woman as Christ loves the church. It's an it's, it's a balanced equation. It's a balanced equation where you have these two other the, the program of God, the plans of God, the economy of God will progress in the earth. It will progress in the earth. The woman is designed to carry the seed. The man is designed to, to to produce the seed. The woman is designed to carry the seed. She's an administrator. The man is a leader. Can the two work together? Yes, if they understand God's divine program. If they don't understand God's divine program, guess what? They will fight themselves in Jesus comes. <laughs> Because what binds two people together, amen, is the center. Who is the center? Christ. All of that we have said to explain. The angel came with the great light and illuminate the earth. Every area of darkness in this earth must be first, amen, illuminated. Every every, every shape, every form, amen, of darkness within my space. Must be illuminated. The angel brought a message. That illuminates the earth. Is your space illuminated? Or are there still areas in our life. That the the enemy is locking Quiet. It's comatose. Now I always say this. See the devil is not afraid. To remain in a position. And be quiet there. Particularly within the nation. The devil will stay in a particular form. Shape. For the next 50-30 years, if nobody is cited, if there are no apostolic governmental you know, individuals. Like I said, regarding Simeon, if 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 Peter and the rest never came to, to you know to Samaria, guess what? <laughs> Philip would have we just say, Hallelujah, brethren. Let's thank God for brother Simeon. <laughs> God just saved him, he's joined the company. Hallelujah, let's welcome him into the company. Not knowing that this is this guy is a snake. Peter said your money perish with you. Peter, say, that takes an apostolic, a prophetic spirit to see into the construct, the architecture hallelujah, of Simeon. And I'm very excited in this area. Very excited in this area. I'm not easily moved by you know. After when I learned, from, I mean, you learn from your Lord Jesus Christ, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna! They say Hosanna! They were Hosanna in Him, praising Him. The same people the Pharisee used to turn against Him. He said, "That's the that's the that's the economy of the world system. The economy. Listen to this. The economy of the world system is not money. The economy of the world system." Is, is the mass, is the voice of the people <laughs> is the voice of the people the economy of the world system is the voice of the people because certain, certain concepts have been designed that keeps the people impoverished, that keeps the people poor you see if they give everybody what everybody needs, then suddenly people are freed. People don't need to bow to certain people. They would, then you don't need to, you know, uh, you know, support certain parties. You don't need to surrender or give yourself. No, but if they make sure that uh, uh, bread is twenty rand, you know, and you know, and 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 meat is God knows what, and you can't send your children to, to good school, and they make sure that they they withdraw certain amenities from you, alright. And one person comes among them and says, I can turn bread to 15 rand. It is so natural for people to say, Wow, that's the Messiah. Meanwhile, the bread is supposed to be 5 rand. But the guy said, No, I can make it 15 rand. Now you think you won. No, they have won. <laughs> Are you seeing the wisdom? You've got to understand that satanic or a serpentous spirit that is operating from the from the system of the world, how they operate. Politicians as as good as some of them, but most of them are serpents. What they do, they, they walk, they pray, amen, on the blindness of the people. But they love the power of the mass. That's why it's all about number. It's all about data. The battle of the last day is a battle of data. All right? Facebook want to own you. YouTube want to own you. All right? It's a battle for data. Microsoft want to own you it's a battle for data they, they they know who you are they know where you are they can track you all right because that data they can sell to other people okay you want to push this product you want to push that service you know i mean there are, there are, there are certain you know software that you know They deliberately push to me because of what I'm doing. Because, all right, you're into broadcasting. So, they push certain software to you. And the moment you click that software once, just to, let me just even see what this software is all about. Guess what? For the next one week, if you don't remove that advert, say, I don't want to see, that thing will continue to yes that's how babylon works that thing you will continue to see every time you open your facebook or you open god knows what you will be seeing that thing speaking to you that thing will be there yes because the world system understand that if you continue to persist and continue to hit that thing you may just change your mind it's okay well, let me just give it a try let me buy this thing they're selling your product that's the that's the economy of the of the ba- of ba- babylonians the world system In fact, what I wanted to show this morning is that The Bible says that economy is so so terrible That it trades in the souls of men They are trading over your soul That's why if you don't understand this, This dimension to which we are speaking that you cannot fully talk about the things of the spirit if you don't understand the nature of the soul, how somebody is manipulating your soul, how somebody is using, amen, your like, amen, to control you, how somebody is using you just pressing a like button on Facebook, amen, to determine, amen, the next thing you are going to buy, the next thing you are going to love. If you don't understand all of that thing, listen, you'll be falling here and there. You'll be like a reed. Simon by Jonah. <laughs> You're all over the place. You're falling all over the place. You're falling all over the place. All right. All right. They, 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 they know how to get, how to get, how to capture, amen, a soul that has not been weaned from the things of the world. So if we don't understand this, it's so easy for us to fall. Because we're dealing with the battle, amen, of two economies. The economy of the world is not just about money. No. No. It's not just about money; it's about an ideology called mammon. Mammon, amen, is a spirit that seeks to control. Mammon is a spirit that seeks to control your life through through three things: the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and what is called the pride of life. Now, these things are not are not material, all right? They are not money. It's a state. Is a state of the fallen human soul. Now, when that state is in you and and it has not been dealt with, guess what? That thing will make you look at things and you want them. Why? Because that thing, all right, that of course is driven by a sense of insecurity, all right, is always looking for things, always looking for people, amen, to, you know, to feel, to feel it. So when, when that thing looks like, it looks at, excuse me, looks at the next, uh, 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 you know, dress in town, all right? That thing wants it. It's a lust of the eye. That thing wants it. Every time you drive past that eatery, all right? You're not hungry, but that, that, that's, that smell, you know, of that, you know, uh, bacon or, uh, you know, or that fry, you know, compels you to drive and, and take a cue. Even though you're not hungry, but, but it's just part of your fallen nature. You are you are compelled, all right? But sometimes it's not just about the smell, sometimes it's about a billboard, an advert that you see, and you, you look at that and you're like wow, I mean in mean, in these days that we live in that is so crazy, all right. If you are if you are that person that have not dealt with the issue of lust, okay, now somebody is selling tire, but the person is using a, a half-naked woman to sell a tire. Excuse me, what are selling Attire, a vehicle tire got to do with a woman. So you're looking at the woman, you're looking at you know half of her breast that is showing, and you're looking at them almost like wearing nothing, and you yeah, oh mm, and you're looking at that, but they're they're saying, attire, this tire can do wonders, this tire can never punch you. So they use what is in your heart that you're lusting after to sell you what you don't even need. If you don't understand the marketing system of the world, listen to this. You cannot preach the everlasting gospel. The Bible says on that day, people without the mark, what is the mark? The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. That's the mark. That's the spirit behind the mark. The mark is the mark of man. The Bible says let those who have understanding Read the number for it is the number Of man 666 666 represents amen The completion of the fallen human nature Yes it is that product Amen speaking to us From the same garden Where amen the tree of the knowledge Of good and evil is planted Mm, I love this I'm enjoying this So if you don't understand all of these things, sometimes, you know, you know, Google is powerful. (laughs) You know, I'm not a marketing person, but I understand kingdom. If you understand kingdom, you must understand other kingdoms. You know, when Google began, they gave everybody free, free. I mean, I mean, you, you, till today, you, you, I mean, free. Everything is free. I remember I used to say to you know uh, uh, brother Edgar, I used to say Babylon doesn't give you anything for free. Whatever Babylon gives you for free is because they want to connect to something in your life that they, there's something that they need. Whenever listen, I'm not I'm not so naive that oh I'm, I'm broadcasting this thing for free. Do you think it's for free? No, no, it's not for free. Facebook understand that the more, the more, the more, the more, the more videos I, I, I do, the more they, they have power in terms of, in, in terms of data, all right? Now I see now that they're, they're, they're telling me certain things, you know. You can do certain things. You you can yes, because the more you broadcast, amen, the more the your, your platform becomes you know a, a marketing platform for them. You understand? Yes, they don't they're not interested in your broadcast, but they're interested in your consistency, they're interested in that space that you're occupying. All right, and somebody needs that consistency to sell your products. to sell your product. You see, that's why, you know, I I was sharing with few brethren, I said, it's time for us to begin to create an alternative because the day, a day is going to come and I I don't know how long, I don't know when that day is going to come, but a day is going to come, somebody may wake up and say, okay, if you're going to, if you're going to broadcast life, because, and, and that's what Babylon does. Babylon, you see, Babylon... You know, thrives on your consistency. You're using something. You use it. You use it. You use it. You've used it for a long time, that they know, they now know that you cannot do without it. That's the same thing with your Spotify. I'm, I've got a Spotify, you know, account for free. I can listen to free music. They've got a prepa- the prepaid, the the paid one, the premium one that you pay for, alright. But there's the one you don't need to pay for. As long as you can listen to the advert, yes. As long as you can listen to the advert, Because what what you are paying for, amen, that you thought, amen, is free. No, it's not free. You're paying for that space that that person, amen, can come into your space. You're paying for the space, amen. You're paying for, amen, somebody coming into your space. That's why they call for free. It's not free less i don't want to listen to fmb advert i don't want to listen to an advert from god knows where but they say, if you don't want to listen all right then uh, we can give you for free but you have to allow us amen to to spend that 30 seconds you know you know 20 seconds somebody said well what's then 20 seconds well by the time you listen to that thing, that 20 seconds, amen, in a million times, you better understand that something has shifted in your brain, in your pattern of thinking, regarding that product that is just, you know, 30 seconds, you know, advert. The more you keep hearing a lie, the more you keep hearing a lie, the more you keep hearing a lie, suddenly, one day, you're going to believe that lie is the truth. That's why I told us, there are two things in my life that are very important two things. I seek to know God and I seek to know the ways of men. Jesus looked at uh, Jesus looked at uh, uh, um, Judas of course he didn't, he didn't mention his name. He said what you need to do do it quick. <laughs> do it quick. All the disciples were still cracking their head. Who, Who is the sellout among us? Who is the one that is going to, you know, Jesus already knew Judas was going to do it. What was it about? It's about money, 30 shekels of silver. That's the economy of the world. 30 shekels of silver made Judas to sell the prince of life. Made Judah to sell the king of kings and the excuse me, Judas. You mean that is all you want 30 shekels of silver? Is that all you want? In fact, if you want to sell your master, I mean, for 30 shekels of silver, Judas, something is wrong with you. You can't even sell him for you know, uh, let's say a thousand, five hundred shekels. You 30 shekels, it's not about the amount, it's about God's divine program, amen. That Judas is carrying out because that 30 represents something. If you look through the Old Testament that 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 amount was already you know declared by by David. <laughs> so th- what I'm saying is the things happening to us amen are are, are prophetic realities. Are prophetic realities so we have to be cited so that when certain prophetic realities that is negative is about to happen and, and, and the enemy wants to use us to fulfill that thing let's be quick to say no I'm not going to be a Judas to my generation I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sell, amen, amen my inheritance. I'm, I refuse to be, amen, uh, 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 an Esau to my generation. No, I'm not gonna allow my present need and passion, the ability, the power of constrain and restrain, ah, is a value, is a virtue we need. When you say no. When you say no, that you want to buy certain things, you looked at that thing. Is it not? I want to prove a point to myself. I can walk away, and then you walk away, and you say I will come in my own time. You know certain things you want to buy. It's like that thing is pushing you. Bite, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy. It, buy it. It's like a spirit. Yes, get it. Get, get it. <laughs> that is the spirit controlling a lot of people in South Africa. That's why a lot of people are in debt. Like I said before, somebody you I mean the government the, the, the this bank system they already know they know what is coming into your account but then they are pushing a loan you can you can get a loan of hundred and twenty thousand and now I mean they, they're doing it to me <laughs> that's why in fact I, I want to leave FMB because they are becoming more an instrument of the devil than good. If there's any, if if people must begin to move to, you know, Capitec. Capitec is is a good bank. <laughs> Let me do some advert for them. Not like they know me, <laughs> but but I'm picking certain things. I mean, FMB knows what's coming to your account. Now you're pushing, you're pushing me to 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 take a loan to come take a loan of two hundred thousand. The question is, how do they expect me, alright, to be able to pay for that loan? See, for people who don't think, they say, Wow. I'm, I'm, they will tell you you are eligible for a loan of $200, $250,000, $300,000. And for people who are just you know captured by lust of the eyes, pride of life, oh yeah, I can go. Then you 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 get the loan. The question is, what are you doing to repay back the loan? If you're ever gonna take a loan, make sure it's a loan, amen, for a business that you know. That you know, hallelujah! First of all, that you know that is a good business. Secondly, you know that you'll be able to, amen. Get you know at least two times that amount that you're you're you trying to collect from the bank, or else it's not worth it. Or else it's not worth it. If you're gonna take a loan, take a loan for for a business that you are you're solid, you solidly sure, hallelujah, that is gonna work. Yes. In fact, I will advise you if you wanna do business, don't use your don't use your money. You get a loan, alright, but never in your life take a loan to buy a shoe, to buy to buy a house, you know, to buy, you know, uh, you you know, God knows what. No, 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 no. Always use a loan for business. Something that is going to fetch you money, that's going to bring money in for you, that you can make at least three times the amount you're borrowing, because you've got to also think of the interest. It's not just somebody giving you, you know, two hundred thousand. Remember that two hundred thousand comes with interest. You are going to pay with interest. Heaven is exposing how Babylon, amen, controls people to us this morning, and how we can free ourselves. One of the things that this nation must be awakened to, amen, is to cut, amen, is to address the issue of their lifestyle. If South Africa is going to wake up and advance and enter into a new day, we have to deal with the issues of lifestyle. You have to start looking for alternatives to the woolworks of this world. You see, our Edgar shut down. Yes. That's a sign. So many things are going to be happening in our day. You see, there are things you can get that are of quality. Amen. But are cheaper than the usual place. Amen. You know, this is a nation that thrives on, you know, certain, you know, values. You see, Once, once society, once systems understand the value of how society operates, finish, they've gotten you. They will not be able to buy and sell. But in that day, Heaven will be making a way for us. There will be a a, a divine provision for the people of God. Don't you understand that? Somebody said, Well, in that day, we will all be raptured. You'll You'll be surprised. And this is some of the things that I want to quickly mention before I finish this thought this morning. All right? You know, certain people are banking on the idea that, well, the things that will happen in the book of Revelation. or, or that are prophetically uh, in, inclined all right will, will be happening after the church have been raptured but you will agree with me that there are three you know uh, 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 you know I- ideas or ideology regarding you know the, the the concept of you know rapture that is what you call you know uh, uh, uh pre-rapture, mid-rapture, amen, post-rapture. Those who believe that, well, before the Antichrist comes, all right, the church would have been raptured. And those who believe that, well, while, you know, the Antichrist is persecuting, in the midst of the persecution, the church will be raptured. And uh, those who believe that, well, after the Antichrist have done his own thing, then the church will be raptured. Whatever your idea or your beliefs amen or your theology regarding amen eschatology you must have amen this understanding that the book of revelation is not it's not about the antichrist the book of revelation amen is about is about christ the rulership of christ Amen. It's about the dominion of Christ. It's about the workings of Christ. Amen. And it's about the things that will be challenging the authority, the values, and the rulership of Christ. And that thing, amen, is not futuristic. If any man be in Christ, hallelujah, the day you accept Christ and you come into Christ, amen, you trigger the spirit of the Antichrist, amen, to challenge, amen, and to try to hinder or frustrate the purpose of God for your life. Because the moment you say, I, I want to give my life to, or uh, I've given my life to Jesus, you trigger. You, that that choice, amen, causes the path of darkness to rise up and challenge you. Of course, you know that. They will challenge you to stop you, amen. After a few days, if they see that, well, this guy is still standing, okay. They will put that challenge, amen, to the next few months. If they realize, well, in the next few months, this guy is still standing, well, okay, then they bring out the real arsenal, Then they will start fighting things and start touching things around you. <laughs> God help you if you are not married to the right person. That's the first person they will touch. That person now becomes a man your adversary. Then they start touching your children, start touching things that are important to you. You know, start touching your business. Start, you, you, you know, the things that will cause you to compel to bow the knees. Alright? Until they realize that even in all of this. Job refused to curse God. Job refused to bow. They say, okay, this one, we better leave him for a season. <laughs> but to think that, all right, you're not gonna to be touched. No, you will be challenged. And the challenge is a continual thing. That's what I'm talking about. There are certain things if you don't maintain doing them, you will backslide. You will sin. One of them is prayer. If you stop praying, let me let me let me tell you this: if you stop praying for the next the next one week, just take your mind off prayer for the next one week. I can assure you, the next week, some some bad thoughts, naughty thoughts, <laughs> thoughts you thought you have overcome will start creeping up. Oh, and but the way the devil is going to paint them will be so pleasant. All you need to do is start considering those thoughts. Is that not what the Bible says in the Book of James? Before, before, before people fall into sin, alright. First of all, they are drawn away. They will draw. They will draw you away. They will pull you away. Uh-huh. We're dealing with the economy of God. We have to understand that there are certain things in the economy of God that require consistent, continual, amen, injection of of life, amen. Yes, you have to daily, daily. Men ought to daily, ought to daily pray and not to faint. Have you noticed that people who faint, most of them time they're not aware they're fainting? Nobody says, oh, I'm fainting, please somebody help me. No, you just start losing consciousness. And as you're losing consciousness, you're going down. Because the ability to sustain yourself standing is taken from you. That's why the scripture says, let, let those who think they're standing take heed lest they fall. Let me finish this thought then I'll be done for this morning. Revelation 18.1 says, after this, there are things that are happening. So, I'm saying, don't take the idea of what is going on in the book of Revelation as some futuristic thing that doesn't concern you. Well, this is for some people in the future. Revelation is unfolding now. The book of Revelation is an unfolding book. We are in the day. Those who will be alive in the next Thirty years, fifty years. If Jesus started, alright, we'll be dealing with that same revelation, amen. From a more, amen, a more, a, a more engaging, you know, position. From a more reality position. But we are all, amen, being challenged. We are all, amen, entering, you know, the reality of what God is speaking in the Book of Revelation. Like I said, the Book of Revelation is about Christ. So when you look at when you look at Re- Revelation, you are tracking Christ there and you're tracking all of the things that is coming out of Christ to come out of, listen, to to live in Christ it's not like to sit down in Christ well, I'm in Christ there are activities in Christ there are dimensions in Christ that we're coming into Amen. have you you noticed the Bible says Christ fills all things so within Christ, there are certain battles we will fight the Bible says the Lamb will war in Christ in Christ, yes, you've given your life to Jesus, but Christ is warring against you. He's dealing with certain things. He's, he's pulling down, casting down certain wrong beliefs. As he's doing that, he's also defending you. He's fighting for you. He's providing for you. So when the Lord finds a one, amen, who has come to rest, to resident in him, they can show you things. So when they say that one, or oh, you deal with it. After this, and I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had a great authority. He had a great authority, and and he illuminates the earth, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. When you look at this, what would what would you think the Bible is talking about? Jesus? It's not Jesus. <laughs> With a mighty voice, Amen. He shouted, Falling! Falling is Babylon! Falling! Falling is Babylon the great! She has become a home for demons. Uh, Babylon has become a home for demons. Yes. The operation of the system of the world is demonic. So, So, when you're dealing with an unbeliever, don't just deal with that unbeliever just because, Uh. well, well. Uh, uh, no, you've got to deal with that thing from amen, a, a higher spiritual position because that person you're dealing with amen, that, that is against you, that is challenging you, that doesn't want amen, the things of God amen, to prosper through your life, guess what? That person is operating by certain demons. So, while you're looking at that person, amen, you, 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 you're kind. But when you go behind that person, you address the principality. Babylon is infested with a demon. Babylon, Babylon, amen, the great has 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 become a home of demons, a hunt for every evil spirit, a hunt, a hunt for every every evil spirit. Wickedness, pride, racism, all of them are a product, amen, of the spirit of Babylon. So don't be carried away. You've got to have a clear, a broad understanding of the days that we are living in and what we are engaging in. Remember, out there is Babylon; within here is Zion. And yet we are moving to Zion. A hunt for every kind of, un, you know, uh, undetestable birds. Birds. Every time you read about, you know, unclean birds, they speaks of demon. Listen to this, verse three for all the nations all the nations have drunk amen the 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 maddening the maddening wine the intoxicating wine hallelujah of our adultery so bab the council the plan of babylon through our economic system amen is to is to brainwash you uh and they do that through the power amen of of marketing is to brainwash is to take your mind through the ministry, remember I talked about three things that Babylon is ruled by, amen. Which of course is a reflection of the fallen human nature. Lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, the pride of life. The pride of life. In fact, it goes this way: lust of the eyes, the pride of the of the, the pride of the world, amen, and the and the lust of the flesh. All right. But those three things define the nature and the character that is governing Babylonians. Regardless of who they are, they can be professors. They can be scientists, they can be statesmen, they can be politician. they can be, you know, economist. but this order controls their values. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. All nations have drunk, amen, of the maddening of our wine, the wine of our adultery. The kings of the earth, does that remind you of uh Psalm 2, yes, the kings of the earth, the kings of the earth, and listen, this is what kings of the earth, is not just talking about physical people, it's also talking about powerful spiritual priests, powerful spiritual, you know, entities, remember the Bible refers to certain entities, amen, as the priests of this world, you have the priests of this world, then you have the kings of the earth. All of these are all symbolic, you know, are, are meaning and carry symbolic meaning and they reflect an identity, amen, of certain characters, amen, that are operating. Like when the Bible talks about beasts, yeah, beast with seven horns and all of that, these are all dimensions, amen, of character of the man of sin, of the operation of the fallen prophets, of the fallen, you know, false prophets. All of these things, we have to, we have to have understanding of these things. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her. Yes, and the merchants of the earth. Did you see that? Heaven is identifying certain spirit merchants. What do merchants do? They trade. There's an economic system, and the merchants of the earth, of the earth, have grown rich from her excessive luxury. Then I heard. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, "Come out of her." We cannot deal with the economy of God if we have not come out of Babylon. Come out of our, my people. It's a calling out, amen, of the system of the world. Come out of our, my people, so that, amen, you do not share of our sins, so that you will not, amen, receive of our plagues. (laughs) Did you hear the word? So, So that you will not receive of our plagues, you see what we're dealing with? The issues of the plagues of the corona. Yes, yes. These are plagues. When God wants to judge the economy of the world, He sends plague. We will not be judged of our plagues. Amen. For our sins have piled up to heaven. <laughs> our sins have piled up like the Tower of Babel has piled up to heaven. And God has remembered our crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Mix her mix, mix you know, mix a mix her a double portion from our own cup. Give her as much, you know, torture and grief as the glory and luxury she has given herself. In her heart, listen to this. In her heart, she boasts, "I sit as a queen." One person being reflected in different characters and nature. She sits as a queen. She said, in her heart, she sits. I sit." She says, I sit as a queen. I am not a widow. Of course, she's a, she's a widow. Amen. I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day, a plagues will overtake her. In one day, plagues will overtake her. Death, mourning, and famine. I want you to note those words. Death, mourning, and famine. Whenever you hear you see the word famine speaking into the economy she will be she will be consumed by fire for mighty is the God hallelujah who will judge her mighty is the God who will judge her my take this morning is to show us the degree is to reveal to us the level of what we are dealing with, because it's so easy for us to give a title and talk about we're dealing with the economy of God and we're dealing with the issues of you know the craftsmen. and not really understand the weightiness, the depth, the the, the, the width of what we're dealing with, and that's what I have you know sought to explain and share with us this morning. That as we consider this, that we will we will have a man understanding. Of 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 how we need to position ourselves, how we need to ready ourselves, how we need to amen connect ourselves to the greed of heaven, to the to the to the energy of heaven, to the light of heaven. So we don't fight this thing on the surface. We don't fight this thing on a human you know uh uh, uh you know value. We don't deal with this thing from just you know uh, not understanding the the, the 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 depth of what heaven amen has called us. And of course, to realize that when the Lord speaks about in a prophetic timeline, that we are in fact living within the context of that day, of the book of Revelation. So we don't get ourselves lying to ourselves and say, well, that's for the future. The future is us. We are the one walking. Remember, in him we live, in him we move. In him we have our being. Christ is the future. And the more we progress and advance into Christ, the more we will face and challenge Amen. the past that be, because they will not leave us alone. They will continue to challenge us. Alright, some of them they will challenge to see if we're gonna compromise. Alright, some of them will challenge to see if we're gonna bow the knees, some of them will challenge us because they want to kill us. And we have to have a standing, amen. As as David had a standing, as Joshua had a standing, as Joseph had a standing, amen. As Deborah, Abigail had a standing, we have to have a standing, amen, against the powers that be. So this is the point this morning that I really want to pass across to us. Of course, we're going to continue on this point and we'll see how far right the spirit of God will lead us. So once again, I want to thank everybody that have joined us this morning. We 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 we've done an hour 45 minutes. Well, that that's that's some you know length of teaching and preaching this morning. But so many so many things have been declared, have been said this morning you will need to go back amen and 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 you know relook at these things that we've talked about you will need to rehearse them again you will need to meditate on them again but i want you amen to begin to understand the depth amen of what the spirit of god is calling us into let us not amen relax and and give into you know a, a, a weakness of mind let, let's continue to press in because indeed the day of the Lord is before us and we have stepped into this new reality of how God will have us, you know, arise like Deborah and begin to engage, amen, the days of the end. We we will not give ourselves, amen, rest and of course we will not give him rest until, amen, his desire for our life becomes a reality and a manifestation. So Father, we want to thank you this morning. Thank you for your mind, your will, your thoughts, your purposes, O oh God, that has been revealed to us regarding your economy. We thank you, O oh God, that we take our place this morning. Yes, as wise master builders, continue to build your life, your intentions in us. May our life continue to reflect your divine order and standard. We pray this morning, O oh God, that yes, we will not give in to the lies of the enemy, but we will take our position in the name of Jesus. We will rise up, oh God, and we will indeed manifest, yes, your pleasure even in this day of great compromise. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your will. Thank you for your purposes. Thank you for your desire. I thank you for the life of my brethren this morning. I pray for them. May this word, oh God, yes, lead them further. May this truth, oh God, bring them into the day where they can begin to exercise what is called the keys of the kingdom. May your will, O oh God, prosper in their hand. May their heart continue to pursue, yes, and seek Your desire. May Your will, O oh God, be established through them, oh God. I bless you, Lord, for their life. Thank you, Lord, for their home, for their family. Thank you for truth. Thank you, Father, for grace. Thank you for favor. Thank you for your divine provision. Thank you, Lord, that Christ, yes, you will be fully expressed in them, oh God. We bless you. We glorify your name. Thank you for the week ahead. Thank you, Lord, for favor. Thank you for open doors. Thank you, Lord, that they will represent your plans and purpose like Joseph in Egypt, oh God. Like Daniel in Babylon, oh God. We bless you, oh God. We glorify you for a day like this. Thank you, God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Help us to see things in their true image, in their true likeness. Oh, hallelujah. May we not be deceived, O oh God. May we continue to grow in truth. May we continue to increase in light. May your will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you everyone this morning for joining me. Thank you for connecting this morning. Thank you for taking this time to listen and to be part of this live broadcast. Well, for those who... We cannot see. I want to appreciate you for watching, for listening. For those that will be listening on audio, thank you so much. We appreciate your, your commitment to this this teaching. May you continue to grow and increase in the wisdom of God. May the light of God continue to take you deeper amen, into the full reality of that which is called amen, the, 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 the fullness of the day. May your path continue to shine forth. May God's will continue to prosper in your hand. Thank you everyone this morning for joining And hopefully we will see you tomorrow by God's grace again. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. God bless you. Bye-bye.